0: Hello and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, She finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen. To forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to One Deep Breath, a novel of truth and knowing, written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2022 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 5, What Friends Do. The photo shoot was scheduled, and I received the interview questions. I was surprised by how personal some of the questions were. Tatum would definitely need to help me answer some of them, but not particularly those questions. Standing in front of my closet, I didn't know what I should wear for the photo shoot. Should I be moody, flowy? business-like, pensive, or casual. Before I had left Denver, I had cut my closet down by three quarters, so the selection was limited. I decided on casual, so jeans and a simple v-neck pattern top would do the trick. Now, what would I do with my hair? It hadn't been cut in forever, so my bangs were grown out, and it was longer than I'd ever worn it. Since we are shooting in a studio, I didn't have to worry about the weather jacking it up. I would just flat iron and hope for the best. Last thing to focus on was makeup. Rummaging through my makeup bag, I checked the expiration dates on the bottles. Only a few months past the date, so I should be good, I hoped. Now, the next issue. Did I remember how to put it on? To ensure that I would be ready, I did a dry run with the outfit, hair, and makeup. I sent Hendrick a few selfies, and he was quick to respond with a heart-eyed emoji. Guess he approved. One last look in the mirror, and I was ready to wash my face and change my clothes. A knock on the door delayed my transition back. Evie, it's Steve. You home? Yes, come on in. I'll be right out. Coming out of my bedroom, I saw Steve looking at me from the front room. Wow. His stare made me blush. You look great. Uh, Thank you. I was doing a dry run for my photo shoot tomorrow. Photo shoot? Yep. I needed a professional headshot for an interview that I'm doing. Oh, really? Who's doing the shoot? Judy B. Photography? Yeah, she's good. You know, I could have done that for you. I took my cousin Beth's headshot. I acted like I didn't know. Really? Well, you have helped me more than enough times. I wouldn't have wanted to bother you. Steve gave me a funny look, then said, That's what friends do, right? Help each other out? Immediately, I felt like a jerk. I didn't even try to remove my foot from my mouth. All I said was, Yes, that's what friends do. Well, I just came over to tell you that I'll be your partner in the Something Something painting program. You will? I clapped my hands like a child who had just received some candy. That is wonderful! Thank you! Steve couldn't help but smile at my excitement. I'll give the principal a call tomorrow to let her know the news, and I'll email you the program overview. Thank you, Steve. This means so much to me. And I'm sure that Mr. Frank... I mean, Bill... is smiling right now. He's the one who guided me to say yes. Wonderful. Surprisingly, the photo shoot went well. Judy made me feel comfortable, and she caught my natural smile. Now that that was done, I needed to work on the interview questions. I texted Tatum. Headshot done! Can we chat? I need to work on the interview questions. Most of the questions were pretty run-of-the-mill. When did you start painting? Who is your biggest influence? What is your style? but the question about the commission piece made me somewhat uneasy. I could understand the desire to want to know about the inspiration for the piece, but I didn't want to share my family's dirty laundry. I hoped Tatum could help me with that. I sat at the kitchen table, typing the answers to the easy interview questions, but I was still stuck on the inspiration question for the commission piece. How did you sum up a lifetime of emotional issues into a few sentences without throwing your family under the bus? I closed my eyes and gently placed my fingers on the keyboard. One deep breath grounded me, and then I waited until something came to me. Painting is an emotional experience for me. Generally, it allows me to relive the emotion that I felt when I first experienced the inspiration. Other times, painting serves as my therapy. It allows me to release the emotions that are no longer serving me. It gives me a judgment-free space to just let it all go. The inspiration for this piece was just that, my therapy. I was finally letting go of emotions that I had allowed to eat at me for far too long. Once those emotions were released, I could move forward and understand the reasons behind why I had those emotions to begin with. Hmm. It sounds pretty good. I completed the rest of the questions, then sent my answers off to Tatum. Soon thereafter, she responded. Sorry I wasn't able to call... Been in meetings all day, reviewed your answers, and loved them, particularly the inspiration question. You are getting good at this stuff. I am sure they'll like your answers, but they will still want the opportunity to chat just in case they need some clarification. I will send video call information as soon as I confirm with them. She closed out her text with a thumbs-up emoji. I'd been so focused on the Bali tourism interview that I hadn't given the Something Something painting program much thought. It thrilled the high school principal, Susan Patrick, to know that the program would be moving forward. We would start the last quarter of the school year as a test run, then evaluate over the summer to see what, if any changes should be made, or if the program would continue. That gave me a little less than a month to pull this together with Steve and submit the overview to the counselors. We hadn't spoken since he had agreed to work with me, so I sent him a text to schedule a meeting. Steve, are you available this week to plan for the Something Something program? Was thinking dinner with Granddad when you have time. Let me know. Tomorrow night works. 7 o'clock? Perfect. Meeting set, now I needed to develop a program overview for the counselors. Back again at my computer. Funny how only a few years ago, all I had done was write on my computer. Eight hours straight, I would sit in front of a screen. Now I had to dust off my laptop before I used it. An enormous smile crossed my face. (laughs) Ha! How my life has changed for the better. Again, I close my eyes and place my fingers on the keyboard, waiting for words to come to me. The Something Something painting program was developed to support youth in the processing and management of their emotions. Teenagers are up against many factors that can impact their emotional well-being. Social, family, financial, Physical and emotional issues, if not managed, can turn into a perfect storm, affecting a young person's confidence and mental state, which can unfortunately lead to bad life choices. The late Mr. Bill Frank and I have experience in poor decision making that has impacted our lives. Prior to his death, Bill worked hard through counseling to manage his emotions, to accept his mistakes, and worked with others to do the same. In my own process, painting has allowed me to release old beliefs, work through my emotions, and accept myself as who I am, but knowing I can create the life I desire. He and I wanted to let young people know that, with guidance, they can change the course of their lives and deal with their emotions now, rather than have them impact how they live their lives in the future. The program has two components, one, painting, and two, counseling. Teachers and administrators may recommend that a student attend this program, or students can opt in themselves. Two days a week after school, painting and counseling will be available. The purpose is not to develop accomplished painters out of the students, but to allow them to use painting as a release from their pent-up emotions. For some, that may be enough, but for others, group or individual counseling may be incorporated. I will teach painting, and the counseling program will be led by Steve Rice. The program will be offered the last quarter of this school year as a test run with evaluation throughout the summer to determine if the program will continue the following school year. With my hand on my heart center, I gave appreciation for the guidance. Well, thank you for that. The program sounded fantastic, but just to be sure, I sent the draft to Josh, my former painting class student, who served as the impetus for this program, to see if he approved. Shoot. It was almost 5 o'clock, and I hadn't started dinner. Tonight was movie night with Granddad, and he liked to eat early. I rummaged through the refrigerator to find the chicken thighs that I had marinated in adobe sauce. Spicy. I made some rice, heated a can of black beans, and warmed the tortillas on the stove. By the time Granddad walked in, the house smelled delicious. So, what movie are we watching tonight? I asked. Something special. I'm intrigued. What smells so good? Hope you're up for spicy. Always good to add a little spice. Cleans the pipes and keeps the old ticker ticking. Wow, TMI. But I am happy you're game. Granddad set the table and I served dinner. I always laugh when you make new dishes. I'm an old fisherman who could eat chowder every night. You are opening my taste buds. It's nice to cook for someone else, and I'm glad you enjoy it. Can we do this again tomorrow night? I have invited Steve over to discuss the Something Something painting program, and I would love for you to help in the planning. Well, I guess he wasn't too hurt that you're marrying another man. Granddad! He laughed. I'm glad you guys sorted everything out, and he's working with you on this. What time? Seven o'clock. Is that too late for you to eat? If you're going to make something this good again, I can wait. Granddad cleaned his plate so well that it didn't even look like he had used it. Phew, that was delicious. I will feel this later, but it was worth it. We cleared the dishes, and I put the kettle on to make us some tea while we watched the movie. So, what's the name of the movie? Can't tell. Why? Because it doesn't have one. Just sit down and enjoy. Granddad put the disc in the DVD player, and then an image slowly appeared. It was a still photo of Granddad when he was much younger, dressed in full Native American regalia. As the pictures continued to appear, I witnessed granddad and tribal members at the local powwow, fishing, co-hogging, and participating in Cranberry Day celebrations. Then there were pictures of some men making a structure. What are they building? I asked. It's a tu or house. This is traditionally what we lived in. It's made out of saplings and tree bark. The final images were tribal members burning out a log. Why are they burning that log? It's in preparation for carving it into a canoe. Granddad, who made this? I did. Really? When did you do this? It was just finished. I worked with our cultural center to put it together. They had a bunch of old pictures that I wanted you to see. They were kind enough to load them onto this DVD. My hope is that it would be a good way for you to learn more about our ways. This is absolutely wonderful. For the rest of the evening, Granddad told me stories that were so vivid that it was like I was transported back in time and was witnessing everything firsthand. Hey, have you received anything from the tribe yet? he suddenly asked. Funny you should ask. I just got something yesterday. It's still in my pile of mail. Well, open it up. I walked over to the table and rifled through the mail. Gee, haven't opened your mail in a while, huh? I always seem to get sidetracked. Oh, here it is. I opened the envelope and unfolded the letter, reading the contents to myself. Then I looked at Granddad with a smile on my face. I am officially enrolled in the tribe. Granddad gave me a huge hug. Your father and I have wanted to do this for you for a very long time. I'm sorry it took so long. Please, Granddad, don't be sorry. I wasn't ready before, but I am now. What is this? My enrollment number is 1522? What does that mean? It represents that you're the 1,522nd person to be enrolled in the tribe. You need that number for tribal voting and other things. Don't worry about that now. I'm just happy that you're finally enrolled. After Granddad left, I washed the dishes and thought about the evening. Such a fascinating experience. It was like all the pieces were coming together. The energy within me was flowing, and I needed to paint what I was feeling. It was late, and the studio was cold, so I made a fresh cup of tea to warm myself. As I stared at the canvas, a flood of emotions filled me. So much history and culture. Times were hard, but tribal members stayed together, helping each other out. The palette was black, white, and gray with pops of red to represent the cranberries. Images of days gone by, faces of old and young. Normally, I painted in abstract, but granddad's stories were so vivid that I needed to paint in detail to create the same realism that I had felt when hearing his stories. When I stopped, several hours had passed. It was early morning now, and I needed to get some rest. The painting wasn't complete, but I'd been able to capture most of the emotions that I had felt from the evening. When I opened my eyes, the sun was streaming into my bedroom. What time is it? I grabbed my phone and realized it was almost 11.30. I had a voicemail, texts and emails. Wow, busy morning. First things first, I called Hendrick. Hey, I've been worried about you. Didn't hear from you last night or this morning. Everything okay? Yes, (laughs) sorry. Granddad and I had dinner last night and he surprised me with a DVD collage of old photos The energy that I received from the pictures and his stories inspired me to paint. So I painted until the wee hours of the morning. Sorry to have worried you. All I ask is that you text. Then I will know not to bother you. Bother me? I love hearing from you. Even when you're painting? Well, all right. I promise I'll text next time. How is Asia doing? She is fantastic as usual. Healthy and happy, just like a little girl should be. And her mom? No change there. Oh. Well, I have some good news to share. Really? Yes. I am now a member of the tribe. Received my letter the other day. My tribal enrollment number is 1522. Enrollment number? Yeah, I know. I had to ask Granddad about that as well. Well, congratulations. Also, we're moving forward with the Something Something painting program. Steve and Granddad are coming over for dinner tonight to help plan. Nice. Things are really moving in the right direction. I'm so proud of you. Your painting technique and guidance will help a lot of young people. Thank you. Okay, beautiful. I have to run. Talk to you tonight. Love you. Love you, too. I rolled out of bed and headed into the bathroom. When I looked in the mirror, I screamed. There was a big red splotch on my face. Did something bite me? I reached up to touch the area and realized it was paint from last night. Wow, was I out of it. I washed my face and headed to the kitchen to make coffee. While it brewed, I had the breakfast of champions, a big bowl of cereal, and sat at the table while reading my emails. Great. Josh liked the write-up and would vouch for the program if any of the counselors asked him. He was so sweet. Tatum had also emailed the video call information. 2.30 in the morning. Ugh. I purposely stayed away from reading the news and ate the rest of my breakfast, or brunch, in silence. The day flew by, but I guess that happened when you didn't wake up until after 11 o'clock. To prepare for tonight's dinner and meeting, I made a pan full of meatballs and let them simmer in a simple tomato sauce. I didn't want to make anything crazy. So spaghetti and meatballs would do the trick. Then I set the table before jumping in the shower. Granddad was the first to arrive. Mmm, smells good in here. Last night, Mexican, and tonight, Italian? I like to shake things up. Come on in. Granddad unexpectedly announced making me jump. Steve opened the door, shaking his head. How do you do that? Granddad simply laughed. Wow, it smells great in here. I brought dessert, brownies. Ooh, my favorite, I proclaimed. All good thinking food. Grab what you want to drink from the fridge. Steve and Granddad took their seats and I served. We all jumped right in and ate in silence for about five minutes before I asked if everything was okay. Granddad gave me thumbs up, and Steve nodded. After the feeding frenzy had subsided, I offered seconds, both eagerly accepted. Thanks for joining me tonight. Steve, the principal, was so pleased to hear that we were moving forward with the program. We agreed we would do a test run the last semester of the year, and then evaluate over the summer, which means we have about a month before the program is live. Granddad, since you've been sponsoring and helping people your whole life, I wanted your input on the program as well. He nodded. Always happy to help. I took the liberty of drafting an overview of the program for the counselors so they will know what to expect. After reading the overview, both agreed it sounded good. You obviously have the painting portion down, but how should we run the counseling? Steve asked. At first, I don't think we'll have a lot of kids in the program, so we can take our time and feel it out. I would suggest that you ask the referring counselor to complete an intake form, so that you both know what you're working with. In my experience, young people are not that forthcoming, so you may have to pry it out of them. Good idea, Adequin, Steve replied. I was also thinking that it would be the young person's choice if they wanted to start with painting or with counseling. Yes, they will want to feel in control of the situation. No one likes having things forced on them, particularly when it is so personal, Granddad added. The rest of the evening, we ate brownies, the entire pan, to be exact, and brainstormed the program. The energy amongst us was amazing. It thrilled us to know we were creating something that could really help kids. At the end of the night, Granddad and I walked Steve out to his truck. Before he drove away, he rolled down his window. Evie, thank you for bullying me. Oh, I mean asking me to be a part of this program. It makes me feel fantastic that I can help a young person avoid some of the mistakes I made. Sometimes it takes a strong persuasion for us to see what is so apparent to others," I replied. "Oh, inadequate! I am sure we have room for another counselor if you would consider joining the team. That's a great idea, Granddad. Would you help us? Uh, let me think about it. The young ones don't always want to hear from us old folks. But remember, Granddad." You're not old, just wise. Steve, be careful with this one. She's good. I know. Believe me, I know. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations. Written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.com online. Reminder, when you're able to let go of emotions that no longer serve you, it allows you to move forward and to understand the reasons why you had the emotions to begin with.